1: Something about that always makes me laugh when I hear out of sight. What a curse it is to be, um, uh, type this on my whole financial media career. Back in Black, last name Black. It has a financial reference in it. I'm sure you're tired of it as much as I'm tired of it, but yet yeah, somehow it'll never go away. You can find me online at RobBlackShow.com. It's RobBlackShow.com. It's Thursday, and it's been an up, up week. Big time, bigly, bigly, as our president has been known to say once or twice. Um, So we may get a pause at refreshes. But we also have to start processing all this because it's it's freaking Wall Street people like myself out. Why are we going back to exactly where we were pre-COVID? Didn't we take a whole month off as a nation? I think we kind of did. So eh, there's a lot to process here, right? Unemployment claims continue to climb up again today, but news about the economy slowly opening back up and some places quickly opening back up has got people, I think, on the excited side. Um, and it's funky, right? I don't know if it's funky for you, but I do miss things like uh, live concerts and they're starting to start to think about talking about it versus saying next year or the, uh, late this year. So that's kind of – um. I don't want you to take you know pleasure in that, but I do kind of want you to see like – um, it's a good sign. So it's 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 nice, but didn't we do a lot of damage? That's what I keep coming back to. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and or more. Starbucks, same store sales in the United States and China improves now again you remember i just talked about isn't it kind of nice that we're slowly opening things back up so the numbers have stopped getting worse um the reported numbers have not gotten worse yet but the antidotal economic activity is starting to get a little bit better and that's what has people like me a little bit cautious on this rally i'm still involved i'm still invested i haven't like cash out and gone to zero stocks and waiting for the big fall and i'm gonna get back in and it's gonna be the best year ever Uh, but like starbucks saying same store sales in the united states and china improve i think we're working off a a a storyline that china got it worse before we did so it's nice to see both of them moving in the right direction company has regained about 60 to 65 percent of its u.s same store sales of the last week so that's not bad for Starbucks. Starbucks has reopened more than 85% of its U.S. locations with modified operations. And in China, where cafes have reopened longer, same-store sales are down only 20%. So piecing those two together, stitching them together, I think we can say it should continue to improve in the United States. With that said, just a big sigh, of re- just a big sigh right there, huh? Uh, has COVID had any crazy effects in your life? As in mine, so kids are in a soccer program, and uh, let's just say that everyone has different expectations in the world of how to behave in the world of COVID. Confirmed coronavirus cases around the world past 5 million. I saw that in the middle of the night. I typically get up, uh, go to bed 9, 10-ish, hopefully, and I tend to get up around 4-ish and start you know, looking at some of the numbers. I look at numbers before I go to bed in Asia to see how things are playing out. And just to see that number, 5 million cases, global deaths, 328,000. U.S., 1.5 million cases. U.S. deaths, 93,439. Will we have a bad day on the market when we cross 100,000? I don't know. So, I don't know. Jobless claims total, 2.4 million. Still at, elevated, but again, a slightly... Uh, positive reading inside of the reading, things are slowing down. Now, since the pandemic started, 38.6 million Americans have been temporarily laid off, hopefully, is the idea of when does that start creeping back? When do the people um, get us to under 10% unemployment? It's weird to say, because in my head, ideal unemployment is somewhere around... Five percent, four percent, kind of creates some inflation. Everyone can get a job that wants a job. I'm okay with inf- wage inflation a little bit. I'm not great with wild wage inflation. Speaking on the U.S. economy, personally, I love wild uh, income uh, inflation. <clears throat> Excuse me. So jobless claims total two point four million. So thirty eight point six million. That's big. The total has fallen for seven straight weeks, though, from its record peak as far as first-time unemployment claims. Um, We've decided after thinking about it, we are not going to reopen. Therefore, instead of furloughing you, we're permanently laying you off. Please consider going to um, unemployment. You put money into the unemployment benefits. You might as well take some out on your own behalf. 800-516-1220 800 516 to get your calls on there. One of the stories that kind of excited me a little bit um, that's out there as far as reopenings go, it's Greaseland. Now, again, I, I, I'm not in Tennessee right now. Not even close to... I've, I haven't been in Tennessee in 20-plus years. Um, but here's a thought for you. That kind of iconic opening, it's... It, to the average American, that may feel more about the economy opening back up than, say, Starbucks. Hey, Barbara, let's go to Graceland, right? I'm not a big Elvis nut. I've got a great Elvis joke, but I'm not allowed to say it on air. If you ever find me in person, ask for it, and I guarantee you will laugh. Um, interesting note, again, antidotal evidence today. First segment is dedicated to antidotal evidence <laughs> Summer driving season. Take a look at the calendar. It's coming up. Um, Gas is starting to move higher. Gasoline demand is still down 30%. Feels like I've only filled up my tank um, once in the last month, which sounds about right. Um, When I was doing it once a week. So I haven't stopped to think about it. But I guess my gas consumption or my savings on the car and savings on the gas is starting to creep higher 2021 is when we want a guaranteed vaccine anything sooner we're stoked um i have started seeing some of the, my friends antidotally uh, who are on the younger side of 55 60 really want things to open up like really want it to open up to get your calls on the air. April home sales dropped nearly 18%. There was a decline in inventory, pushes prices to a record high. There's not a lot of people out there who want to sell their homes right now that want people to come in their homes. Um, So we're eating through the inventory fast of what's out there, which basically means slim pickings. If you want something, you better grab it. That's the idea that I'm trying to pass on intuitively. Sales of existing homes fell 17.8% month-to-month. Month. They were 17.2% lower than last year. The drop in closings is the largest one-month decline since July 2010, back when we had the home buyer tax credit. Supply of homes for sale fell to 1.47 million units. That is the lowest April inventory figure ever. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.
0: Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now back to Rob Black and your money on AM twelve twenty KDOW. This show loves
1: Canada. Love their beer. Love their hockey we love their mounties what's not to love right anyhow it's um considered funeral pop this band which i find kind of interesting because like you hear about k-pop you're like what's k-pop and you learn it's korean pop music and you're like oh oh, 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 i kind of get that but but, uh funeral pop is a category who knew anyhow i want to say thank you to everyone who listens and i want to say thank you for letting me do the show uh to my bosses and my employers and such um, it's very cathartic doing this in a time when people are stressed about money. I think we've kind of, I'm not going to say we got through it because that would be a silly thing to say, but, um, I, I think, you know, we're, we're working with each other on this one. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing in more. The jobless claims numbers, first time unemployment, they're bad. They're, they're not good. They're trending in the right direction. So, again, depending on who you want to be when you grow up, do you take this as negative news or positive news? Currently bad. Got it. Trending in the right direction? Hmm. Maybe this was an opportunity to buy when things fell apart on the stock market. Um. But keep in mind, and I just – for some reason, I'm, I'm, I'm working with no script today. And 2020 shouldn't it be glorious. It shouldn't be. Um we came into the year in the stock market on a nine and a half. We got to 10 year run somewhere early in January. I think it was early January when the last bull market started 10 years ago. Um so we got to that 10-year anniversary and then boom, we blew it. We we kind of came crumbling down. The walls started to show cracks. Uh COVID was the excuse. And that's the thing I want to pass on in this segment. Every time something goes bad in the stock market. We typically look for the solution, and we go, oh, Russia invaded Kiev, or Russia jacked up the price of oil, or Saudi Arabia, someone got their head cut off, or there was um, this little thing called the Gulf War. There's something that always is a catalyst that triggers it, and you know what? You'll never predict what it was at the start of the year. Try as you might – There's something called the Callan Periodical Table of Investments, and it shows you small-cap value, small-cap growth. It it shows you the race over time on which sector of the markets performs the best and which sector of the markets perform the worst. So there'll be one or two years where gold is the winner. There'll be one or two years where uh, big international companies are winner. There'll be one or two years where small-caps. And if you try to pick it... like. I've, I've listened to CFP Chad's Bertrand show. He's on before I am um, sometimes driving into work. I'll, I'll pick it up and I'll go. Uh, he talks about the calendar period of article of a uh, investment table often. And he, he's he been harping on small cap value, small cap value. It's underperform. It's underperform. It's under, And it continues to underperform. And then there's a period where it doesn't growth versus value. It's weird. 25 years ago, when I first got into financial media, I, I was like a little surprised that value actually beats out growth over time. I haven't looked in 20 years to say if I could say that again. But if it is, it's, it's a little skosh here. And then growth gets a little skosh there. Um, so it's, it is important that you blend your investments. If you're trying to hit a home run, that's great. Keep in mind when you do not hit a home run in baseball, you tend to strike out. And, you know, when you're swinging hard is what I'm kind of getting at. It's kind of crazy, right? And it is interesting to note that in baseball, keeping the comparison alive here for uno momento, in baseball, you're considered a legend. You go to the Hall of Fame, if you hit the ball three times out of 10 and it stays in play, that's awesome. And you don't get out. 30%. Now, keep in mind, the stock market goes up. It's at all-time highs seven out of 10 years. Um... We're constantly hitting new highs, and we don't get the love that baseball gets. In baseball, you fail seven out of ten times. In investing, if you go with a blended portfolio, you win seven out of ten years. And then over time, the stuff that you lost on, you still make up. Now, again, this all can change over time. This all can change in the snap of a finger. I get it. You get it. We got it. Oh, let's talk about some of the things that we're seeing out there. Should I talk about the stock market itself? That might be interesting. Let's take a look. Uh, When I first saw the markets open, eh, it was kind of a eh, maybe we give back a little bit. Oh, Lori Loughlin entered a surprise plea in college scandal deal. (laughs) Remember when that was stories? Rich people paying to get their kids into schools they don't deserve to get into um interesting 805161220 to get your calls on the air take a look at the markets cuz i said i would do that um markets are a little bit higher it's an int- it's very interesting in my mind um uh, just watching the first 30 minutes or the first hour now little bit in the red little bit in the green back a little bit in the red back a little bit in the green the Dow showed a little bit more fortitude up one half of 1%, while the NASDAQ and the SP 500 are kind of chilling near uh, break even for the day. The NASDAQ's had a good week. Brings me up to another question Are you happy with your investments over the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 years? And you can say any period of time in there 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 whatever is you. Put that into your life right now. And if you say no, you've done something terribly, terribly wrong. You should have worked higher. Maybe what happened in the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years is you got too smart for your own good. And you started buying things that you shouldn't buy. It happens. I understand that. I'm guilty of that one. Not as much anymore. But um, I guess there's some things that I've bought in my life that I look back on and go, huh, that wasn't exactly ideal. Millions of more workers file for unemployment benefits. Sales of existing homes plum 17.8%. Facebook and Amazon are on a collision course. This was one of those developments this week that I was like, okay, okay. Facebook, I own shares of Facebook. Hit an all-time high this week. And I'm like, okay, interesting. What, let's see what the catalyst was. Is it people are using Facebook a little bit more? Is it that its uh, Instagram is gaining uh, in monetization? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then when I, I figured it out, Facebook threw a salvo at Amazon and started something called Facebook Shops. And so they are going to get in the business of letting retailers set up their own e-commerce portals that are accessible from their existing Facebook profiles. I have not even done close to enough research on that of what the storefronts – and let's just make one uh, – not make one. Let's call a storefront like Activision's Facebook page. Or let's say the storefront could be Macy's Facebook page. I don't know their following. I don't know how people will how deep people will dig into sales on Facebook. But it's another battle with Amazon. And maybe Facebook gets Shopify involved, and it's legit. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial money, investing, more. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.
0: Disorder, disorder, disorder. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM
1: 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and not more. Anything you want to talk about we can talk about? He's talking about Facebook and Amazon kind of on a collision course. Um, the thing that no one's going to beat Amazon at Amazon. It's going to have to be a different approach. Will we burn out on Amazon? Probably. Did we burn out on malls? Yeah. And if you can like, just even think about malls, there was a period of time if you look at football stadiums. Where, and I can give you like a Washington, D.C., as an example, because it's, it's freshest in my mind, but I think San Francisco couldn't do this one too. The stadium was right downtown, it was in the heart of Washington, D.C. Congressmen were famous for showing up to the Redskins games. Then things started changing, and people started moving, you know, the city got too expensive, so people started moving to the suburbs. So the owner of the Redskins said, let's put the stadium where people are. And because we could draw on Maryland, we can draw on Virginia, we could draw on Washington, D.C. Let's put it right smack in between all of them. Suddenly, we're building arenas in the middle of nowhere. And they don't necessarily do the infrastructure right, but that's neither here nor there. And then they're like, no, 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 let's pull everything back into the city. And I gave you a bad example there, but like uh, because they haven't brought RFK back yet. But they did go from in to out of this city. And I know hockey at one point in time wasn't that popular in the United States, so the Washington Capitals started in the suburbs and then came into the city. Um, maybe because they can get better deals with corporations. You know, you can I figure this stuff out. But the same thing is going to happen with, like, an Amazon is when does the trend move? When do we say, you know, uh, my neighbor doesn't have a job and they would love to have a job at, you know, a clothing store? Uh, I'm not helping them because I buy all my all my clothes. Well, not all my clothes, but most of my clothes from Amazon now or something like that where robots are getting paid a lot more than individuals. Oh, yeah, we don't pay for robots. They're getting invested in right millions more workers have filed for unemployment benefits. That's a big story uh, because we haven't seen the unemployment. The unemployment number only comes out once a month, first Friday of the month, usually. Sometimes if there's holidays, it gets pushed back in a different time. But um, yeah, that, that, that number, I wish that number came out more often. But yeah, we'll go with it. Best Buy's revenue fell despite the work-from-home shift. Best Buy reported numbers last night. I told you yesterday I'd talk about it because uh, CFP Chad Burton just sent out an email to his financial planner. He's like, make sure you have a good camera. Make sure you have a good microphone if you're going to be doing remote meetings with your clients, Um, because I think we've all watched a little bit too much TV recently and we're like, oh, that reporter should really listen to their own audio. Sounds like they're reporting from the basement of the science building. So Target, I'm sorry, not Target. I'm going to talk about Target though. They're kind of creeping in my head. Target and Walmart have a massive, Walmart has a big advantage over Target right now, right now, not always, but Walmart has more groceries. And they, too, have gotten in the delivery business a little bit before Target, but definitively after Amazon. Best Buy, um, their stores are still big, really big, and they don't have the food component. So they do have the electronics. And right now, I'm like, I'm not going to start a big project on electronics. I'm not going to get a big TV. I'm not going to mount it on the wall. I'm not going to do this and that. But I will get a microphone. Um, Online sales for Best Buy shot up for the quarter. 155% that was about 42% of their sales so not a lot of foot traffic going through the stores Um, enterprise sales did slip during the period I've never studied a lot about Best Buy and when I saw that enterprise sales slipped and their material I'm like I want to know more about that in large part I don't think of corporations going to Best Buy but I guess they kind of do like I said, CFP Chad Burton said, hey, guys, make sure you have a microphone. Make sure you, this, the inventory starting to replenish. So now is a good time. But their revenue was down about 6.3%. Again, not as bad as I thought it could have been. I don't know. I, I, I think when we saw a lockdown and I told you the story yesterday that I visited a Best Buy and they had 10 employees outside in the parking lot. Social distancing, well, not exactly social distancing. Uh, throwing beanbags into a hole, picking up said beanbag, but staying six feet away from each other. But there's a lot of hands on those beanbags. Um, I thought Best Buy's quarter would have been worse. And I think being down 6.3 demonstrates that the options like curbside pickup and online sales are are meeting some of the demand or some of the slack. But again, we do want stores to open up and we do want people to go in. We do want the cashiers to go to work Um, we don't necessarily want the cashiers just to be online. Oh yeah, there aren't real cashiers online, are there? But then again, I guess there are some other jobs tied with online, right? Anyhow, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about global virus, uh, cases have topped 5 million. That's a big number. Um, maybe a month ago or two months ago, that would have caused the market a little bit of distress, but I think we got used to the big numbers. Um, There's a phrase, I think, in life uh, the demon known versus the demon unknown. Um, It's nice to know the problems, it's nice to have them out there. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. So, the demon known versus the unknown doesn't that also play out in everything in life? When you're like, I don't know if I'm going to lose my job, you can't sleep. But when you lose your job, you sleep like a baby. Uh, Within reason. (laughs) You get the idea. Wall Street likes that too. Canada's Aurora Cannabis buys a U.S. CBD product maker. Um, I come back to this story on occasion, marijuana. As an investment theme, it should have gone better than it has. But early on in the process, I had a neighbor many years ago ask me, like, hey – it's a law to have more than five marijuana plants on your property. The cops could arrest you for six. He was going through a divorce, and he did not want plant number six and seven <laughs> to be murdered. So he's like, hey, can I put them in your backyard? I'm like, I guess. I've never seen the process, so it was fascinating to me. Um, but also I learned, I'm like, am I going to kill it? can't kill it. It's a weed. It's not that hard to grow weeds. It's hard to grow grass, but it's not hard to grow weeds. You have to have the right mixture of light for grass. Weeds, foggy days, shady days, they seem to still grow, right? So Aurora Cannabis was a a play on the opening of marijuana in the United States and um, the sleep industry, CBD, non-intoxicating ingredient derived from hemp, a variety of cannabis that the U.S. Congress legalized in 2018. We were talking about CBD sodas. We are talking about CBD uh, oils and balms. Uh, a friend of mine, a neighbor, just had her knee replaced. It's a brutal scar. I always think of needle, uh, knee replacements as, oh, it's going to be a cute little just the size of your knee scar. Um, and she does, she's really frightened of, of Oxycontin. She's really f- uh, frightened of any sort of a super addictive drug, painkiller. <clears throat> I said, you could probably go to CVS, and I think they have oils now and creams uh, that have CBD. It's not marijuana. It's not going to get you high. But she is so set in her ways and so conservative that, like, I'm not going to inject marijuana into my body. Like, it's cre- – I, I hear good things. You may want to try it. Maybe it helps. Maybe it uh, – go ahead and take the painkillers. I don't care. Sometimes you get too caught up in trying to help people. But Canada's Aurora Cannabis – Canada's Aurora Cannabis – say that 10 times fast. Um, They purchased a company that does gummies. Now, would the neighbor do, well, I don't even think this is really worth talking about. Again, it was an idea that could have worked two or three years ago for portfolios. And then we found out it's really easy to grow weed and there's not a lot of money in it. And there's still some issues with banks and there's still, you know, federal fears that, you know, the Republicans might ban it or, or change the rules. The, the Democrats might open them up or – I don't even know. I don't even know how that political argument plays out. It just turned into a mess, and I want nothing to do with messes, so I'll move on. Correct. Um, s 500 down slightly. Dow, Dow uh, Dow's up 14. It is a very non-day. Now, unfortunately, on days where nothing's really happening, sometimes by the end of the day, we, we kind of lose interest and it sells off. And that's okay. We've had a great week. We've had a great month. We've had a great quarter, fantastic quarter of the stock market. The first quarter ended badly with March. Second quarter started well with April. And you remember how we've been talking and some of it we – we have to wait until it plays out, but we talk about it. Wow. That headline just came across. Um, I'll share it with you in a second. Oh, actually, I'll do it now. Uh, Victoria's Secret closed 23% of its North American stores. I was talking to my producer, young man, smart man, really smart man, in fact. Uh, during the commercial break, you know, about Shopify and Facebook and, you know, someone like a FedEx partnering to really take on Amazon's market cap and business. Um, and sometimes things change, right? Victoria's Secret owned the lingerie market for probably 25 years because it was all about malls and they got the stores in the malls and sometimes you'd go into a mall and there'd be like um, (laughs) a knockoff, a competitor Hollywood lingerie there would be something that tried to make an inroad just didn't happen it took took the millennials to get tired of expensive undergarments to basically break the company and and tire them down a bit I'm Rob Black find me at robblackshow.com my love is in love with you need to change it of- see please don't
0: ever make me come Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com Now back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KADW
1: So one of the unfortunate things that I think comes out of this COVID-19 is also one of the benefits. Communication, I think, is getting easier. We're listening to Weezer bring us out a break, Um, happy hour, a little bit of a song. They tend to do a lot of songs. Very active band. Um, But they're all over uh, Instagram. Not Instagram. Um, Yeah, it's Instagram. A lot of people are right now. A lot of bands are. They're changing the way they communicate with their fans. Before COVID, it was beneath them to waste a Friday night and play their favorite music for you. Now, Rivers Cuomo of Weezer does something on Friday nights where he basically puts a beer on the camera and he live streams music he's listening to. So you basically see like a Corona, you know, you know that whole Corona ad campaign thing. It's just a different way of communicating. And I think we're going to see more and more of that. I think chatbots are going to get more popular. Um, the companies that have you know, researched them and started implementing them probably benefited a little bit more. Communication with telemedicine, communication with uh, uh, tele-retail. Um, I think we're going to keep trying to figure this out for the better. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, CFP Chad Burton and I were talking about some of the ramifications of like retail not retail space, but um, office space. Conventional wisdom right now would say short office space. We're going to be telecommuting, right? That's conventional wisdom. Let's not be in the real estate investment trust that are tied towards um, business retail, uh, business uh, office space. I've got a friend that, you know, he represents buildings. And if I have a new business idea, he says, hey, Rob, how many, how many seats do you need? I'll get you an office space that's suitable. It's only worth his time to so say, you know, 15 or more. Uh, Otherwise, he's like, I won't even take, I won't even look for some, I won't even help somebody who's just starting. I I need 15 people, otherwise, I can't make my my money. Uh, But Chad and I were talking about it, and instead of thinking that there's gonna be a ton of of empty space, when Twitter and Square say you don't ever have to come back to work, in my head, I'm like, and again, this happens in every business. Just to give you an idea, um, at Cron where I work in TV, a couple years ago everyone had outlook on their desktop and then everyone had web outlook cause it's cheaper. It, well, maybe, maybe it's not cheaper. Uh, you get the idea. So office space is pretty important. I don't ask for a lot of uh, income from television. Uh, I'm like, can I have an office here? Because I know basically an office co- in San Francisco would be up op- for one desk. For internet service, it's going to be about $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 a month for one person. So instead of paying me 60000 give me office space for $6,000. So Chad and I were talking. And uh, conventional wisdom, it, you have to be very cautious with right now. I started the segment by saying, you know, a lot's going to change. More telemedicine. Lots going to change. And again, if it's telemedicine, that means we're not getting in our car, we're not driving there. So auto parts stores should get hurt if we're not getting in our cars and driving to work, to the hospital, to school. Um, There's a job that has been lost that we rarely stop and think about, the crossing guard. Like, What have they been doing for the last two or three months as kids have been getting educated from home? Um, Teachers. That is a pretty brutal profession I admire. I dated a teacher once, and um, it was interesting because every summer it was like, um, she would go somewhere, somewhere fun. She's like, I'm going to Kenya for three months. I'm like, okay, I'll see you in three months. Or I'm going to Thailand for three months. See you in three. She liked that. I would be interested in getting their opinion on like, what happens if you only teach three days a week in location in the building and you do two days remote or, cause that could, that could be a real thing that comes out of this. Um, summer camps in California, you know, they're trying to figure out what's going to happen with summer camps. And the, the main idea that's being pushed right now is they can go on by it has to be a group of twelve or smaller. Um you know, what do parents do during summer when the kids have no school? How do you keep them entertained? That's right around the corner. How do you keep them educated? So, anyway, the unintended consequences and the assumptions that you can make, like conventionalism says office space should become cheaper. But What if companies start saying, I want it retrofitted, I want social distancing, uh, more cubicles, more plastic barriers, I don't know. Are we even going to care about this story in three months or three years? Or will it be something like, I remember the time you talked about office space and, well, none of it was right. So when I can't put my finger on the pulse, I don't don't invest in it. Um, again, because restaurants, in my opinion, from what I'm seeing of what's, what's being developed up there, I read a great article, um, uh, written by a famous chef who has a, a restaurant in San Francisco and he said, here's how we fix restaurants because they're broken, but the, the turnover in r- high end restaurants and good restaurants in San Francisco is astounding. It's a tough business to make money in. I think I once heard, and someone told me this isn't true. That seven out of ten restaurants fail in the first year, year, and then uh, another one out of the ten fail in the second year. A friend of mine sells paper. (laughs) He sells paper for receipt machines to restaurants. He goes, that's not a true stat. But we're seeing restaurants close. There's one in my home city called Vans where it's been family-owned for it feels like 60 years. You go in there, and it's the same waitress, the same uh, dad, and they're all family. And they're like, we're done, up for sale. Um, The way you fix COVID that's being proposed out there is something along the lines of you give incentives for people coming off hours when restaurants have no one in them at three o'clock. I'd eat dinner at three. It's kind of right up my my time zone. Um, And then you charge a premium for prime time. It doesn't sound like a crazy concept, does it? When TV does it, you know, they charge more for 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock than they do from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. I don't know, that's always true, but it could be the Ellen show. It could be other things that factor into it. But I think we're going to come up with some different business models out of this. So just be open minded to it. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial money, investing, and more. Um, Yeah. Oh, the the, uh, article on the guy who owned a restaurant, one of the things he said is, San Francisco makes us pay our waiter's minimum wage, $15 an hour. And he goes, but they make $400 a night. Let us go back to the $2 thing with them. And let us raise prices on the food. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more.